detective. Thrill me. Welcome back to the Thrill Me podcast for another episode. Gentlemen, how are we? Delightful. Loving it. This week we're heading into the hills. And they have eyes. This is the remake from 2006. Did you hire a writer for that one? Well, you know, I've got someone. <laughs> yeah, we're using our small budget to yeah, make this more professional. Before we get into the hills, have eyes. Let's go through what we've been watching. Now, I'm going to go first because I've got a bit of a, a list. I'm going to sort of pound through the the majority of it. We just signed up to Amazon Prime, or my daughter had actually signed up to Amazon Prime, and it came with Amazon Prime Video, so get it for free. Basically. Winning. <laughs> Winning. Uh, it's kind of... But you still don't have Stan. No, I don't have Stan, but this, like, this is a give me. <laughs> um, the, 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 the Prime's got a few good things on it, but it's what the problem is it's got a couple, like each, say, film genre has a couple of ones you'd know, like four, five or ten that you know, and then a lot of really old shit. Like, and a lot of shit. Is it the same problem with Amazon Prime as with Netflix, as in we just don't get as much volume as what they get in the States? Yeah, because well? Caitlin had, had had it in a, in America, and she says, not nowhere near the same here. Yeah. Like, so, for me, it was all right, because their horror section was chock full of 80s slasher films, so I was fucking loving it. Okay. But the rest of it was kind of <clears> shit, you know? So, there was a bit of the pickings were a little slim on that front. But, John McHale show... Happy to hear it's been renewed. Yeah, Six yeah. extra episodes. It's good. I'm a happy man. Pizza Ghost. <laughs> yeah, Pizza Ghost. I've just started to watch that too, so yeah, I'm in on it now. Um, Scream 3 and 4. Oh. <laughs> that was a tough day. Yeah, that, that come up? Uh, I, I bought the... I had the Blu-ray set. Oh. So I thought I hadn't seen three. I hadn't seen two, three, or four. Don't uh, don't get too vocal, gentlemen, because there's, there's plans. Yeah, there's plans, plans on that. So I the, had to watch them in the offing. Fuck you. Yeah, plans in the offing. There's a, a Netflix um, documentary show called Flint Town. It's a, about the yeah. police department in Flint, yep, Michigan. Yep, yep. I watched the first three episodes. Not bad. I actually liked it. My wife wasn't real big on it. She was kind of like, eh, it's a little bit sort of boring. But I actually thought it was kind of interesting because it should have showcased. They had basically had their budgets cuts, and, yeah. and yeah, they went from 400 officers to 93. Yeah, and it, oh, I saw that, and that, it did a really good job of showing that it was a whole community problem, yeah. as opposed to it's just a drug problem that's going on there. Or, but then they bring in the, the that police chief, and then he starts having buddy put together like a SWAT team that goes around and bloody hassles people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, yeah, you skirt the line there, yeah, mate, right. because you know they already don't like you. That's the and then what though, you're doing is you're bringing in like military style. Policing, it's not a very good idea, but I liked it. Jared, um, Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Yep, I watched that one. Tragic, <laughs> tragic. Uh, I hate that shit. I can't stand those characters. You know what, though? I didn't dislike it as much as I've disliked oh, some no, of the others. Oh, no, 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 it's better than some of the others, but dear. Vigo Mortensen, bringing a little bit Vigo's of charm. Vigo's charm, class. Ken Forey, <laughs> throwing his weight around. And, no, look, it's the more... The problem with it is it's I more just down, that shit. Yeah, it's more down-the-line slasher for most of it than, than the others in the series, but it's not great. It's just the characters that I don't like. Maybe it's I don't like that sort of backwoods hillbilly shit. Lucky we're covering... Uh, yeah. I mean, oh, but, but, you know, I'll get to that... When we do cover Hills Have Eyes, but mm-hmm. just Texas Chainsaw Massacre just had that problem from day one. Mm. You know, the first one, there's a section of it that is a, a straight ahead slasher film and it works all really, really well. 
and then they bring in all the family, and it's just like this is bullshit. Yeah. Dirty grandpa. No, yeah, I've, I've flicked over. Robert De Niro. Yes, I flicked very quickly. Two-time Oscar winner Robert De Niro. Talk about slumming it. One of the greatest actors of <clears> all time. Cash and, and them this kids. is where he is. Admittedly, I he 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 at least puts a bit in, and I get a few laughs out of him. But it just goes on forever, mate. It, it doesn't know when to pull up the jokes. Uh, and Zac Efron, he—I mean, I, I usually don't think he's a bad actor, but he's just—he's just bloody bumbling along doing nothing in this. Mm-hmm. Very average. Steer clear of it. I would say I don't know how they transition that into an actual feature film. It's like when they <laughs> tried to make Ali G into a. Yeah, like it, it works when you're messing around with actual people, but then yeah, when it's like a feature film, and it's all scripted. And that's why yeah, that's, that's kind of why forced. Borat worked. It, but absolutely, Ali G didn't yeah, work yeah, because yeah. Borat was kind of taking the exact thing that they were doing with Borat and just stretching yeah. it out in ninety minutes. Yeah. yeah, legitimately one of the only times I thought I was going to wet my pants in the theater. Borat, <laughs> when, he's in the fucking, when he's in the fucking. <laughs> He's in the zoo, so in a, by, in a um, elevator with a woman standing nearby and he's holding a small rubber fist. <laughs> <laughs> Just magic. I don't know he's in that fucking dinner party. He comes back down with a plastic bag full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He says, I don't know what to do with this. Yeah, He's like, showing oh you how to wipe his ass. Yeah. It was such tears. And then the, when he has the fucking nude wrestle with the fat bloke and he's got his, like, he's legit sitting on his face. Like, he can't fake that. <laughs> He, 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 he paid the price for his art in that one. <laughs> Jesus. He says to him later, I can smell, still smell your ballsack on the mustache. <laughs> Champagne coffee. Okay, um, watched one that was um, it was a drama. It was a, based on a true story. It had Julianne Moore and Michael Shannon in it. It was called Freeheld. And it was about this female detective who was in a same-sex relationship. And then when she got cancer, she wanted to pass her benefits to the partner but of course because of same sex relationship they wouldn't honour it mm. and um, it was kind of interesting it was really well acted except for Steve Carell who's playing a gay advocate and he's just he's, <laughs> he's just going way too far over the top a bit too cheesy yeah or... a bit too cheesy Michael Shannon I love that bloke the best. <laughs> he, just, he, just, the... he just he's one of the best actors he gets me with his eyes mate he gets me in. He's a creepy looking dude. Yeah, but he's just, he's really, really good in this. Why do you watch The Shape of Water and he's sucking mints the whole movie him. and he just somehow uses mints to add to his menace? He's just kind of <laughs> slurping <laughs> and carrying on. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. One that we, we sort of found on Netflix just randomly and I, I had no real high hopes for it was called The Good Neighbour and it had James Kahn in it as this sort of neighbour who was a bit of a nasty bastard who lives across the road and these two young blokes using like small cameras and shit like that decide to kind of prank him, make out like the house is haunted by using all these little tricks. Mm. But it gets it gets super fucking tense mate. They start trying to go over there and because they keep seeing these basement doors always locked mm. and he keeps disappearing down there and then coming back hours later because they've got cameras in there so they're seeing all the time lapse and one of the blokes just starts losing his shit, saying, I need to see what's in there. Yeah. And it gets bloody <clears> tense, <throat> but it ends really interestingly. And it's definitely worth a look. Check it out. How old is it? I think it was about 2013. Oh, right. Yeah, so it's not that old, but it's, it was actually pretty well done. Because it had a kind of that um, found footage vibe, because mm. there's a lot of that. You know, they yeah. use a bit of that, but they then... <clears throat> they use mostly that, but then they cut in 
proper footage in bits and pieces. Yeah. Deadpool 2. Yep. Yeah, I liked it. Same shit. Yeah. Same shit. A couple of piss funny jokes in it. I actually didn't think it was as good. Like, it, it was okay, but there were so many jokes and so many misses with the jokes this time, whereas the first time there wasn't as many misses. Yeah. But Josh Brolin's a good addition. He's a good addition, he was really yeah. cool. Yeah, really um, <clears throat> but, yeah, I was just thought... And there was some absolutely crap. I love... What was that guy who they picked for their squad who just turned Peter. up? Peter. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, Sugar Bear. I won't let anything happen to you. I love Peter. And what was the, what was the, um, the cameo? <laughs> the, the, oh, Brad Pitt. Yeah, and he was... What was he? The Vanisher. Like yeah. Yeah. yeah, I thought some of that stuff was hilarious. Yeah, yeah so was, some of that was absolutely piss funny, but some of the Deadpool voiceovers, they just... Yeah, they was just like, like, oh, fuck, come on, let's just get, get going because there was too many jokes, too many. And it was actually surprising that they tried to go a little bit soft Yeah, the, end. the family yeah. vibe and everything yeah. like that. Become popular. Hey. It's still it's still worth it. Like again, it's probably in line with the first one at like a seven out of ten, and I yeah. enjoyed the hell out of it. But yeah, it's no one's going to be talking about this getting Oscar nominated no, or shit, some no, shit. No way. Did you um speaking of the cameos though? Did you see the other one right at the start too? When you first see uh, when you first see Cable and he he, he trans like, transports and he goes and steals the thing from those two blokes in the Ute. Yeah. It's Alan Tudyk yeah. and, and Matt yeah. Damon. Yeah. Oh, is it? it and they're talking Damon. about you wipe your ass and then you, and you go with the wet wipe. Yeah. And then you wipe again and there's a little bit of extra moisture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was Alan Tudyk and, uh, and Matt Damon. And Matt Damon was the bloke listening yeah. to it. Yeah. But it wasn't credited as Matt Damon. It was credited as one of his characters from... Mr. Ripley or something maybe or something else anyway it was one of his like character names in a movie so it's a pretty deep cut that one but yeah no I liked it too I saw it as well yeah I liked it I thought it was okay yeah. Yeah, like, it was I'm good. not gonna it was good enough. Okay, go out of my way to, to praise it greatly but I thought it was okay I wasn't coming out asking for my 20 bucks back no no we started watching 13 Reasons Why season mm. 2 mm. they have fucking screwed the pooch on this <laughs> they have they fucked it up yeah. Because it's a, it's not meant to go more than one season. Yeah, it's, it was a mistake, mate. And Netflix have just done what a lot of these people are doing, the the money or the whatever, and they keep they actually bring back the girl. Anna, yeah, and that is a huge mistake. But that should She's never just have been done. Figment of an imagination, yeah. They should have left her out, and maybe it would have been more interesting because they, yeah. they are going in an interesting direction, but. I've watched three. I think I watched the yeah. I watched the at the end. There's a director's commentary on it, basically, and an interview with some of the actors and things. The, the best part of that is the the rapist is just so he's there. Everyone's like he's the nicest guy yeah. you'll ever meet. He must be copying some rage on Twitter yeah, for yeah. some teenage But you know girls. what? Yeah. It's a, it's a mark of a good performance. Yeah, that's because. Right. If you're not a prick and you have to play that, mm. uh, I had some issues. I had some issues with the first season, and the, and my wife was keen, so she, we ended up like caught like bits and pieces of the of the second. They've kind of gone so. overboard with all the um. Yeah. Oh, look, this is going to have um some heavy themes in it and all that shit. Because they cop so much flack for the first season, yeah. which personally I've just felt. Look, it's like censorship. You're saying yeah. that you can't, you cannot make a show that includes suicide. Yeah. For fear that someone might do it to themselves, so what are you then saying? We so we can't make anything like this. This yeah. is not. If it creates like some it. conversations around gun control yeah. or, so, or or rape or sexual mental assault, health. that sort yeah. of thing, like hey, it's got a place. But um, if it's glorifying it, yeah. then you you really. And watch I didn't out. think the first season went that far. I thought yeah. it went to appropriate places. Mm. I just don't know why. 
this season is just kind of really average. The first two episodes were really average. Yeah. Jean Claude Van Johnson. <laughs> it's like you said, Jared. It should be a movie. It's got some very amusing bits, and Van Damme is fully invested. And I rate his effort. Like he's really, yeah, he's having a crack, he's having a laugh, and it's it's good fun. But once it gets to about the fourth episode, it really runs out of ideas, mm. and it's just kind of really by the numbers by the end. So it should be an hour and a half. Film. Yeah, it yeah. should be a film. <clears throat> and in fact, it could have been the sort of thing where I could have seen him getting a bit of kudos for it, and then we've suddenly got you know sequels. Yeah. And it would have been worthwhile. And it gives, just gives you a bit of time to, to work out a way to stretch it out, yeah. I suppose. But, yeah, it, it's, it doesn't go quite where I was hoping. Red Oaks was a season on um, Amazon Prime called Red Oaks, and it's a sort of a coming-of-age show set in the 1980s. It was all right. The first episode was kind of cool. Um, reminded me a little bit of Caddyshack. <laughs> it all takes place at a country club. Excellent. That's got your prerequisite nudity, drinking, and smoking dope. <laughs> It might, might be, you know, keeping Gibbo happy, I'd have to say. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Amazon Prime also delivered me The Last Shark, Jared. Mm. A Jaws rip-off from Italy. Yep. Now, if people would say that Jaws had some pretty bad special effects back in 75, you got to have a look at this. <laughs> oh, I'm not joking. <laughs> the thing looks like a giant turd. <laughs> sort of get bumped against boats and stuff. <laughs> It looks awful, and then they, it's basically scene to scene, exactly the same movie. And in fact, Universal um, Studios sued them just so they couldn't put it out. I don't think they would put it out until like 1982 or something because it was, you know, basically they, they lost a, a court situation with Universal. It's absolutely tragic, <laughs> but I got a few laughs out of it. <laughs> now, the worst one I saw in the last two weeks was the new Adam Sandler. The week of. You keep coming back. <laughs> I skipped him. I skipped Ridiculous Six. Good. I saw the do-over. Yeah. Didn't like it. It's terrible. Didn't Makes see no Wexler. Skipped Wexler. Also terrible. Yeah. For some reason, we looked at this and we thought, nah, this could be all right. <laughs> it's not... What gave you that impression? It's not, <laughs> it's not awful, awful Sandler. But it's just so boring. And, again, I come back to... Sandler has an audience. But mm. surely his audience is not watching this and going, oh, this is vintage Sandler. <laughs> because it's not. It's not even funny in, in great bits. The best parts of it are blokes like Steve Buscemi coming along for a little bit of, you know, a little bit of cameo work yep. and, you know, getting a couple of giggles. But the thing that shits me is this bloke's still getting money to make movies. And there's... You know, we, we, we've hit a point where you can't go to the cinema unless it's a superhero movie or a fucking $150 million robot film or something like that. Yeah. So you're not... Forget going to the cinema for anything else. So you go to Netflix and then you still got to put up with this bozo. <laughs> you're not, Are you upset you're that upset. it's shit or that you keep getting sucked in? I keep getting sucked <laughs> in as part of it. But we're all... All everyone at this table has watched Summer Sandler on Netflix. Uh, True? Yes. I've, I've, uh, I've not, I haven't watched since The Ridiculous Six. But you've been there. You went there. Yeah, you I went, went there. You went to The Ridiculous Six. I get it. My curiosity... The cat was fucking killed. <laughs> the cat was, you know, just completely gone after that. I've got no, no is, interest in watching another one. Although but Sandler's had... Got some laughs out of me in the past. Yeah. 
I've watched some of his movies deep, and laughed. Deep parts. Deep parts, but I laughed. I don't Is it because you were a child doing. at that point, though? Possibly because I was younger. But by now, you know... I may have been drinking during those times. <laughs> it's high know. as fuck. You <laughs> know what you're getting in for with the, the Netflix ones now, though. So you, you ought to blame. Yes. <laughs> but the problem, the biggest problem I had with it was... He goes through an hour and a half. This is two hours long. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He goes Slow. through an hour and f- 20 minutes of just sophomore humour and, and, and sort of, you know, bad sort of humour where things are a bit sort of untidy. And then he tries to get you to buy into some emotional element at the end. Yeah, it's not that movie. It's like, you didn't earn that payoff, dude. You've yeah. got to look at that and realise the, the preceding hour 20 has not allowed you to take that course of action. Yeah. But they just do it because Sandler, Sandler's just going, here's a script. Netflix is going, here's 20 million bucks, off you go. Mm. <laughs> it's just South Park so did sad. it best when they ripped him off. There was like a, a manatee with... Uh, <laughs> With balls with words on them, and they put them all together, and that became the next script for the, for the next Adam Sandler movie. Well, that's pretty much it. Yeah, uh, it's everything's generic now, and it's oh, and I, I don't know. No. It must feed the masses in America, and then they. I just think he's got a following, but I don't see how his audience is looking at this and going, yeah, resubscribe. Yeah, give, give this is more. great Sandler. Yeah. <clears throat> But that's it for me. That's at least. Sounds like a, just an arduous fucking experience. <laughs> you had a tough week. You had a tough week. I got, I got into Freddy 4. I got to... Got, oh, no. <laughs> so got, let's follow... follow you got, you're you the, actually uh, legitimately went ahead and will, did that. I'll get five done for the next oh. one, I think. Um, how was four for you? Uh, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> You love the oversaturated light colours. It was horrible. The... um. The fact that he goes sayonara and kills the kung fu kid <laughs> that's pretty hilarious. Um, the dead souls on the pizza. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Um, and then and then just the, the reference to the wet dream. Oh, yeah. With the bed kill is oh, so good. God. But, um, yeah, it's pretty It's pretty painful. It's, I don't know. I, I, don't, I guess before having that conversation of we're watching Freddy I just assumed that he was meant to be scary and he's just not he's not yeah, scary not at all and I, I guess I'd associated him with the horror <laughs> side of things lurking in the shadows yeah. and it's no, uh, not anymore yeah yeah I think he, he busted the bubble on that one yeah. <laughs> I watched uh, Bob and David which is like a it's got Bob Odenkirk and David Cross mm, and like, yeah. yeah not bad it's a bit of sketch comedy pretty funny I started watching SWAT which was which it's, one it's a uh, like a, a TV doco, show? yeah, doco, but it's like a English voiceover of American police. Oh right, okay. That um, had some interesting stuff. Just going through the weapons that they use. And got a gun that can shoot a mile. <laughs> it's unbelievable. That's but, obviously um, necessary. Yeah, some <laughs> stuff. Cover the earth, get there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was it's just ridiculous. like glad you didn't watch the Colin Farrell movie, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Um, bit of IT crowd. <laughs> Go back, have a bit of a laugh. Ali Wong stand-up. I started that one, her new one, which is she's pretty good. Was that Netflix? Yeah, yeah. yeah there's a lot of good stand-up. On she's there. good. Yeah. She's funny. She does the. She does the. She plays the. I don't know. Obviously, it feeds into some um, racial stereotypes that still yeah, entertain yeah. me. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> um, uh, That's why you love the Freddy ones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Um, I started watching The Toys That Made Us. The um, just because yeah, they've I'm, got Lego in this. Well, one, they've right? started the second season, so I've got. I've, I was like Transformers as well. Yeah, that's what I want to see. I'm yep. very excited. Then I got through three seasons of that. Um, 
still laughing about some of the things that had happened. The Star Wars one's hilarious. Oh, the Star Wars one's great. The Masters of the Universe yeah. one. Yeah, they're so good. Just a, a different people taking credit for for what's happened and yeah. yeah. The and the fact that I didn't realize how much money they made yeah, off those toys. Cash, it was great. I went to a cafe today and somebody had obviously bought their teenagers, their their, their kids' toys in, and I was playing with Beast Man and yeah. <laughs> I was just under the guise of my son, but I was I was like I stopped talking Master to my wife and I was just looking at these <laughs> man toys. Yeah, Master really the Universe good. is an absolute shambles about who created it. Yeah. it's a big bloody. Everyone's trying. Everyone had a. Everyone had a. Had a. Had a um, Allegedly had a hand. Piece in it. It. Yeah. And the final product of that TV show is not really <laughs> up to scratch. You can see they've just tossed it together. No, and Netflix is actually quite smart about doing that because now they've got a remake of She-Ra coming on. And oh, really? Yeah. Remake, and they've kind of they've got this going, and then they've just chucked a new season on, so people will be watching the He-Man, and they're like, oh shit, She-Ra's coming out on Netflix. Yeah, yeah nice. They've, they're pretty clever about that sort of stuff. They do love a bit of cross promotion. Yeah. And then some other things we finished. Still watching Handmaid's Tale. It's getting de- more de- more depressing. <laughs> it's, it stopped. I think having it's really good. It's just really dark. No, it's like, just it's it's, it's become a slog now a little bit because uh, it's just she's lost hope. The, the main main actress has lost <laughs> hope a little bit. Right. You just don't know don't know where it's going to come from. It's uh, they've just uh, I don't know if they're just trying to stretch it out, but um, yeah, it's it's a bit painful, but it's not too bad. I'll survive. It could be worse. Because <laughs> the other thing that we've been watching is The Crown. That popped up and that was horrible. So. Didn't like The Crown? Nah. You said it was I was watching, I was I was watching Bruce Lee with the earphones on and I caught the last 15 minutes and that was enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's really well acted and stuff, but it's like, it's like I'm not interested in the royal family whatsoever, but yeah. there's a lot of interesting shit that went on. Like, they covered some stuff in there. But God, if anyone saw that royal wedding with the, the other week, mate. Oh, no, I missed that one. That oh, was... No. <coughs> I flicked it over and they had that... And there was an American the preacher. Preacher, yeah. And I was just thinking, shut the fuck up, and get on with it. Yeah. Just felt like yeah. a, they cut to Harry and Dead said, I thought he was going to go. I saw so ten minutes of it, and I just felt like they're like, what can we do to tap into the American market? Let's yeah. marry an American. Yeah, it was very yeah. That's what it felt like. And we uh, timed our uh, cinema session of Deadpool with the royal wedding. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, nice. I had no interest whatsoever. I bet that was me. That's my least. Uh, right, I watched again yeah, a lot of Netflix stuff. I watched the Carter Effect, which is the Vince Carter doco. Yeah, what was that one? Um, pretty cool. Yeah, it's 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 not so much just about Vince Carter. It's more about his effect on t- basketball in Canada. I mean, obviously, yeah, when he went there, they sort of had a bit more credibility and they sort of peaked. And a lot of the current Raptors are talking about, you know, if he didn't do what he did, they wouldn't all be there and all that sort of shit. So um, it wasn't bad. It, it, I mean, it's not super interesting at any point, but it's it's fine. I watched one of the David Letterman episodes. I, I don't like David Letterman at all, but it was a Tina Fey one, uh-huh. and I love Tina Fey, so yeah. I watched that. She's brilliant, like mm-hmm. just amazing comedian, and she, you had to put up with Letterman. Though. <coughs> good I, beard. Yeah, good, it's a quality beard, and, and he's not a, he's not Lettermaning it up all over the place. He's kind of just interviewing, yeah. which it's fine. He wasn't annoying. Speaking of annoying, I had to watch Pitch Perfect three with wife and kids. <laughs> Fuck. John Lithgow. Great Australian Worst accent. Australian accent yeah, since thing? fucking um, Pacific Rim. Yeah. Is it worse? It's or worse. Is, does that still hold the title? Oh, no, no, it's way worse. Lisco is phoning this shit in like it's going out of fashion. It, he, he has basically bad. picked up a paycheck and gone, they said, oh, you have to be Australian. Oh, yeah, all right. It's really bad. Man. Good Winston Churchill, bad Australian. <laughs> oh fuck! It was brutal. Yeah. But the movie is shit. It's just nonsense, and they try and pass off fucking 
whatever her name is, Fat Amy, as being some kind of fucking <laughs> martial arts expert at the end. It's just, just <laughs> fuck off. You've, you've got me off. Anna Kendrick. Oh, I love Anna Kendrick. So that got that 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 helped. That's the only it. reason I was there. Like she's awesome, awesome chick in real life. She's funny and fucking hot as shit. But this is just. Mate, they, if they make another one, they... They won't, nah. You've sold me on a movie of you watching Pitch Perfect 3. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I was, I was feeling <laughs> angry. reaction video. <laughs> like, Riley and the kids are, like, singing along going, oh, this is great. And I was, like, physically angry. I'm like, this is fucking shit. It was that bad. Like, do not watch it, mate. It's just fucking shit house. Before I went and watched uh, Deadpool 2, I rewatched Logan. Oh, yeah, love that Still movie. awesome. That movie is Super, great. super good. Um, and then obviously went and watched Deadpool 2. Liked it. Josh Bolan really brings a lot. I also love the Domino character, Zazie yeah, Beans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's cool. She's really, really good. That was, I actually thought that was one of the best things in the movie. Yeah, he's mm. constantly there going, Lucky is not. It's not cinematic at all. And then she's doing all this awesome shit with it. I reckon that's a really cool thing. And she's unreal in that role. She's yeah, she got a great. lot of yeah, charisma. Was she was really probably my, my favourite character. Yeah, she was um, excellent. The Russell Kid. I could have took it but I like the it idea of having someone that's not specifically a bad guy, bad guy. Man, I love Hunt for the Wilder, Wilder People, and he was really good in that, but yeah. I just... It felt miscast. for him in this, yeah. yeah. The Juggernaut thing, I didn't really like Juggernaut. Um, having the helmet and all that sort of stuff. Like, he looked far better than Vinnie Jones. Oh, better than the Vinnie Jones one. That's <laughs> oh, I'm the Juggernaut, <laughs> bitch. Like, oh, <laughs> When he rips, rips him in half and stuff like that, that stuff's fine, but it just it didn't really work for me. But other than that, I really liked it. And then you got onto the Joel McHale show after you guys talking up okay. a few times. It's very funny in bits. Some some of them are you know pretty standard, but then every yeah. now and again, I just piece myself laughing. It gets some dead spots, but Bad. some of the stuff just has you. But that's you just laughing. need one good clip. Yeah, but that, exactly. that's what you were saying. It's all about the clips. And the last clips are average. The show's usually a bit I remember about, there was like episode about seven or eight, and I just, I watched it for the first time in a long time, I watched it and barely had a laugh, and I thought, oh shit, you know, things are mm. dying out, and then I reckon from 10 to 13, I was just in stitches, mm. I was in absolute stitches. I'm Even st- Pizza Ghost does make me laugh. <laughs> I'm still laughing about Fair Play, mate. It's still, yeah. it's still good. That's one of the great tattoos. <laughs> yeah. That is one of the oh, absolute... Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. oh, fuck. Fair Play. Fair Play. Fair play. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing you can say. No, it's the reaction before that reveal is the funniest thing. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, one of the best giggles I got was because an Australian show popped up on the overseas thing and it's that um, a year later or something like that oh, yeah, and it's yeah. like people coming back after yeah. having this big goal and this chick's all she wanted to do was be lit on fire yeah, yeah. Oh, she yeah. just comes yeah, out the door and she's like, oh, like flailing around and he's like yeah you've done it it's like what the fuck did you do they came with you to petroleum jelly and lit you on fire it took you a year for that oh shit yeah yeah no it's, it's pretty good but um, that, that, that was me yes well obviously yep yeah, I watched that I watched Deadpool um Westworld season two. I'm up to date on that. It's going along a lot slower at mm, the moment. I've heard that. I'm still enjoying it, but it's just like yeah, I kind of want something to unravel a little bit. They've got to some other worlds now, which is kind of cool. But yeah, I'm not enjoy not enjoying it as much as season one. But I'm still on board, still watching it. I caught Batman Ninja, which was an interesting experience. What? It was so it's one of the DC, animated? one of the new DC animated ones. Excuse me, it's all done in. Japanese animation style like manga style and it's basically well what it is is they end up going back in time and like the uh, 
villains end up becoming like leaders of factions in like feudal Japan. Right. So Batman arrives and there's fucking a clan of jokers with those samurai masks with jokers painted on it. And some of the visuals are fucking phenomenal. Like, that meshes really well. Um, but by the end of it, they just start shoehorning all this stuff from, like, Japanese culture and it's fucking bonkers. I don't, like, honestly, I, I couldn't say it's a good movie, but I'm like, you kind of got to check it out because some of the shit that happens is just just fucking off the wall. They would have been better off doing it as an Elseworld story like a Gotham by Gaslight, which took, you know, Batman to the Jack the Ripper time. Yeah, that, would have, that was cool. That was excellent. That, the movie was actually... I probably enjoyed the movie more than the, the comic, and the comic was something I really loved anyway. So, um, But, yeah, this one, they don't take that approach, and I reckon maybe it would have been a better option. But, yeah, um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine finally finished season four. Mm. Thank Christ it picked up after that Florida. <laughs> oh, that uh, the first three. First couple um, episodes are terrible. Yeah. Season. season four is just Sandberg and Andre Brower together are just on fire yeah. this yeah. season. Just absolutely. <laughs> well, Brower evens him out. Yeah. Because Sandberg has this very annoying habit of, a bit like Will Ferrell, not knowing. He's tone deaf sometimes to the fact that what you're saying isn't actually that funny. Yeah, yeah. But then Brower just comes in with this sort of the deadpan dead shit. That's like, that's the payoff. He's, actually, the payoff got, he's actually got a little bit of Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and Lloyd Bridges in Hot Shots kind of <laughs> not as over the top, but definitely that side of delivery just, yeah. just works. And Timing it works. Really. It kind of pays yeah. off a lot of the, the Sandberg jokes that sort of fall flat. Yeah. yeah. Um, the toys that made us, I got onto the new ones. I actually watched Star Trek, which I've got no interest in as a property. I've never watched anything bar the remake, really. Um, but the episode was excellent because it was the diff, the, uh, the differentiation was season one was a lot of these toy phenomenons, whereas this one was how something was fucking mishandled. So they started off with, you know, oh, Star Trek didn't have a big run early on, so they had a couple of good toys, but then they had this fucking, these bozos at one toy company who had all these pre-existing toys that were nothing to do with Star Wars. They just dressed them And up. they did what they called um, label slapping. Yeah, they just yeah. got new labels, plugged them on. So they had these fucking helmets that didn't appear <laughs> in Star Trek. They just made them in a different colour and slapped the Star Trek logo on. Then they had these little army men in tanks and renamed it the Astro Tank from Star Trek or something. <laughs> It didn't even bother to make new figures, so they came with little army men with bazookas and shit. <laughs> so they, they went through the history of it being mishandled, and they had, like, uh, Mego ended up getting a hold of it, and they paid, like, five grand for the licence and made 50 million off the toys. Like, just some really real sort of horror stories. Um, but, yeah, it was a really cool episode, really, really good, and they kept on going back to Star Wars. Every two minutes they go, oh, then they were making a mountain of cash off. Star Wars. Star Trek, on the other hand. <laughs> all these ridiculous toys. <laughs> like, yeah, it was really, really good. I actually, I love that show. It's it's well handled. Like, it's got a sense of humour about it, but yeah. it's very informative for anyone that actually likes that stuff. I watched Happy. I haven't yeah, finished the season good. yet, but I've started it. Yeah, I like it a lot. Patton Oswalt's a good, good choice for the, the little voice. Dra- uh, Happy. Yeah, um, unicorn. Christopher Maloney. Like, I've always liked him as an actor. But he's like he's great off the wall, fucking bonkers yeah. performance. You're not fantastic. sure if he's just mental or if he's yeah. Well, it's yeah. not with the hitman thing where he's got yeah. like the unicorn that he hallucinates about. Mm. Yep. Yeah, right. So and I've um, I've never watched um, I've never I've never read the comic. I've read a bit of Grant Morrison stuff, and he's he's really out there, and it kind of fits with it. But it's yeah, I'm really enjoying it at the moment. Um, I think I've got got three episodes to go. It levels out a bit. It levels out a bit in the middle, but it's, yeah. Um, 
but the last episode's pretty solid. Yep. I watched, well, getting onto shit shark movies that we watched during the week, I watched Deep Blue Sea 2. Mm. I actually purchased Deep Blue oh, Sea 2. Oh, <laughs> shit. I was keen to watch Bargain it. Bargain surely. Hey, look, there was a, there was a uh, buy, uh, buy one, get one free at JB Hi-Fi. So, so you bought a good one. You bought, yeah, bought a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Deep Blue Sea 2. Um, it's dreadful. It is dreadful. They've got like carbon copies of some of the characters. That's what happens when you put with, out a sequel twenty years later. Yeah, but I mean, you could you could have come up with something like the the Isn't shark the effects. Exact same premise with bull sharks. Yeah, pretty much. So the shark effects are actually all right, but the effects of like the sets and everything are just cheap as chips. <laughs> <laughs> and the cast is just the, the the biggest name. The biggest cast member is. One of the blokes who played, if you watch Sons of Anarchy, he was the lead of the Grim Bastards or whatever they were called, the the biker gang that the Sons were um, sort of Mighty. teamed up with, but they were an African-American biker gang. Yeah. And he's not a bad actor, but he's just hamming it and the other people I've never heard of and they're just... Oh. Plus no LL Cool J. But so. wait until, like, honestly... <laughs> no, David Blue is Seriously, they, they, they must spend stuff, all yeah, the money right. on the on the bull shark <laughs> effects underwater. So when it comes time for the shark attacks... There's like one that's worth watching, <laughs> and then what actually happens to sort of cause panic amongst for the rest of the movie is just laughable. It is just laughable. So still better than the Meg, though. Possibly, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it might be better than the, the Meg. Meg is still looking like the worst shark movie out there, and I watched the last shark. So. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it was bad. And the last one I watched was I got onto um, Krypton. Oh yeah, is that any good? It's actually alright. It's uh, I was, I was sceptical. So it's not done by the CW, which is a good start. So it's so always a bit of that cookie cutter stuff. It's actually like so you think a little bit of like the arrow and the flash and that sort of stuff, but you mix in a little bit of Game of Thrones because <coughs> they've got like the houses. So boobs? Superman's houses no no boobs. <laughs> but Superman's house is like the house of L and then they've got, you know, the House of Zod and all those sort of ones. Um uh, a little bit of kind of imagery from things like Blade Runner and stuff like that. So it's, it, I'm enjoying it. I'm three episodes in, I, I quite like it. So we'll see where that goes. But it's a it's a nice little departure from not just having that same old structure just thrown at you again from the CW. Yeah. And that was me. All right. Let's take a break. Here's the trailer to the 2006 remake of The Hills Have Eyes. this desert they didn't know where they were yeah i can because neither do we hey get up tell me again why we couldn't fly like normal people don't see too many travelers around here where are y'all headed san diego you have a safe trip
Did you find a signal? No, nothing. Next year, I am going to Cancun. The Hills Have Eyes from 2006, directed by Alex Arja, who did High Tension, produced by Wes Craven, Peter Locke, and Marianne Madalena. Uh, the screenplay is by Alex Arja, Gregory Lavassier, and Wes Craven, and it's based on his movie. It stars Ted Levine as Big Bob, Kathleen Quinlan as Ethel, Aaron Stanford as Doug, Dan Bird as Bobby, and Emily DeRaven as Brenda. Budget was $15 million. The box office was $70 million worldwide. And that nuclear crater that Doug comes across with the cars in it, mm. it's all completely computer-generated from mm. above. You forgot uh, Alex Arger's finest credit. I'm not... Um, Yeah. (laughs) Still yet to come. Jared, your thoughts, mate. Yeah, okay, so I put this one on the on the table. I really liked it when I when I saw it a few years ago. Still quite like it, but it's probably dropped a dropped a peg or two. Um it's a nice little blend for me, it's a nice little blend of, of like American kind of horror and some of that French new wave stuff that was hitting, like I've seen high tension and that was just fucking brutal in parts. And compared to this, it's not like it's not even on the same same page, you know. But he brought some of that sensibility to it, some really visceral stuff, and it's probably got some weakness in the mutants. I, I didn't sort of see it the first time around, but this time around, it's, there's some there's some weaknesses in the mutants and what what could have been done with them. Uh, but overall, I still still kind of enjoy it. I'd probably go. I was bordering on a two and a half at one point, but I'll probably push it up to about a three because I think it's very slick and stylish and uh, I do like that it was something a little bit different to <clears throat> the normal stuff that we were getting at the time. So, yeah, three. Matty? Ah, me. I thought, well, hey, I felt like it was three different movies. Like there was, you start out and then these mutants are in the shadows and they're lurking and you don't know where they are and then they're just like right up in your face and then it just turns into like a, a western, the... Where basically the, the guys coming in I'm into clean town. Out this town, yeah, that's right. And um, I think it sort of lost itself in parts, and just like I, I really liked when they were in the shadows, and yeah. then and then it just turns into like a bit more of a, even though it's got some brutal shit in it, <laughs> um, it turns into a bit of a comedy. But then with just these moments where you're just like, oh, this is so cringeworthy, I, I can't watch him. I don't want to watch any more of it. Yeah. So, um, 
um, just the, the whole thing with the babies and yeah, just just some moments I guess with the with the mutants where you just it, this is uncomfortable, but um, overall like there was a lot of good things in there and a lot of holes in what was going on around it, so I just split it down the middle and went two and a half. Fair enough. Give Yeah, well, as I said to you guys earlier on, I watched it a long time ago probably close to when it came out maybe 2007 something like that and I remembered it being pretty scary um, it's not really scary it's more just full on a lot of that like torture porny sort of stuff um, and things that are clearly done to just try and make you uncomfortable um, but as Jared said it, it looks good like a lot of the stuff's done pretty well some of the stuff that happens is just inexplicable as well though like there's no reason for people to be alive when they are and yeah the way they dispatch some people really quickly and then other people get kept alive for reasons a lot of that stuff's sort of a bit hard to swallow but i'm, I'm pretty much the same as you guys i went with a two and a half i think it looks good um and it does some good stuff but there's just two meetings that give you the shits watching it <laughs> it's got the classic you know why are you running upstairs yeah. just logic bombs that just you can't you can't explain them away so <laughs> Uh, yeah, two and a half for me. Yeah, look, I'm. I actually really like this. I think. I think. Mm. It, I think it works really well. Um, it takes the original premise, but it actually provides a far better and more visceral experience. The first one's kind of a turd. Yeah, like, I always, you watch the original, it sucks. Yeah, I always liked the premise of the first yeah. one, but I was never a big fan. But of it's it. it's kind of a bad. Like I mean, it's made in the late seventies. Like yeah. it's a pretty cheap sort of piece. Yeah. But the ideas behind it are good. This has the budget and the, the the visual eye to give it something a little more. So I really like it. But my biggest problem is the stupidity of the characters. Yeah. Like, the characters are just idiots. <laughs> I mean, there's one bloke in particular, Doug, who's just a f- fucking idiot. Like, he continues to make these ridiculous decisions. Mm. Even when we've got to the point where, like, I get the fact that you don't know what to do in that early stage. It's it's it, you're being attacked and you're not prepared to fight back because yeah. you you you've got a soul. You know, yeah, you, you're a normal you, person. You know that you it. can't do that, mm. but they've just killed your whole family and you're making a point of saying we're going to find them. Yeah. And then he still continues to bumble around like a fucking idiot until the last fifteen minutes. Mm. So that was the piece that pissed me off about it. I yeah. got really sort of frustrated by his inability to to take sort of charge. Yeah. Like I felt that the film needed to go with after the, about the hour ten mark, we're coming for you. Mm. Like we're we're hunting you. And it doesn't. It doesn't take that approach, which I found a little bit hard I haven't, to understand. I haven't felt like that even right at the beginning, the, the guy who's making the decisions, the the senior of the Big family, Bob. yeah, he's no way he's taking the shortcut when he's just been talking about how yeah. nah, it's all about the driver enjoying our time together. He's not taking a, a shortcut that's not on the map for a two-hour short. Well, yeah. I, I, I actually end up giving it three and a half. Yeah. Mm. I, I like it. I think it's really, really well made. Yeah. Um, and it's really intense, but never crossing the line too far. It yeah. never actually yeah. goes too far that had me just going... Oh my god! Yeah. I can't yeah. watch this. Which is what so of, straddle that line. Which is what sort of high tension did yeah. for me a little bit. Sometimes it did some things where I was just like, "Holy shit!" I've got like this isn't entertainment. Mm. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's jump into the likes. I think the location's fantastic. Yeah. I think it looks it looks kind of beautiful, but also really stark. Yeah, yeah. And you know that if you get into trouble out there, yeah, yeah, your yeah, stuff, you're yeah. fucked. Yeah, you're in big trouble. Like there's not just I run down and the 
you know, a K down the road and go to a servo. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why they weren't panicking more when the Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking, holy oh, shit, <laughs> we're in the We're in the desert. I'm fucking banging my head on the steering wheel. We're fucked. No yeah, one, we're walking no one, out of here. Are you yeah. serious? And I'm, I'm just going straight to Bob and saying, this is your fault, you yeah, idiot. Right. Uh, I, I, I think the, the isolated, like, it's it's that isolated setting, things like, you know, Texas Chainsaw, where you're just like, you know there's no one from miles around. You've got no help or whatever. But the whole thing about how it's um, obviously the hills, it, it, yeah. the, the way that they're kind of surrounded by the hills and you get a couple of those shots of them being watched or whatever, you just... It's constantly like they're at a disadvantage. Yeah. That they yeah. got, you know, spotters up on the yeah, yeah. spotters up on the yeah. hills or whatever. You just feel like that pan shot where it shit. goes, it goes yeah. out. And you Back see these these the craters. Yeah. That just does a really good job of, of setting up the ice. I do also like think that. that they they don't just take out the tires. Mm. They then ram the car into that rock, so it's mm. fucked. Like there is no chance that you can yeah. just. Chuck on a couple of new tires and get out. Yeah, well, he says the axle's broken. Yeah, yeah. So, so I really like that they immediately <laughs> take you in a position where they, they, you can't just ask them that to... That was good too. Can't you just change it? Or no, you, no, you <laughs> can you fix it? Like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, you can tell you're a mobile phone salesman. Like, yeah, that's yeah. a hero. That's a hero. Detective, detective and security expert can't tell that the fucking tires were, were cut by the... Road spikes. Yeah, yeah. You can't tell that there was some fucking factors here that weren't in Dude, his you control. can't tell me you're driving, you don't see those fucking spikes. Like, you can see right up to the front until you drive on or something. You would have seen that on the road. Yeah. But I just <clears> like <throat> the fact that they basically put you in a position where you can't, as an audience member, you're not going, why don't you just chuck on some tyres and get yeah, out of yeah, here? Or yeah. you drive on flats. Yeah, yeah. They couldn't do that. You're, yeah, just so. not, you're not in a position to get out. You're not questioning what they're, yeah. what they're doing. So they, needed the old, that. they needed the old bush mechanics to stuff to a tyre full of grass. <laughs> or the bloke get a baby's head for an old cat. <laughs> what about the bloke who put um, all the Coke bottles he had in his car? Yeah, that's right. He, he wrapped them all around his tyre and, and drove out. Wow. <laughs> the rim covered by Coke bottles. Wrapped to it. He got out of there. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck does that work? I don't know. That's a story. That is a story. <laughs> I actually think the cast is decent. Mm. I think everyone yeah. does their job. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Ted Levine. Yeah. yeah. For some reason, I, all I could think of was, Buffalo would Bill. you fuck me? <laughs> I'd fuck me. <laughs> 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 just, yeah, he's just Buffalo Bill but he, forever. But he's just, yeah. he's really good in this. Like, some good, like it's some clever casting too because he's been some intimidating and crazy characters yeah. in his time. So to see him just get taken down like he does pretty easily, it kind of yeah. heightens the menace a little bit. Yeah. Because he's a guy that we're conditioned to to be kind of scared of a mm. little bit. I did think that the majority of the cast does does their role well. I was a little bit not keen on the younger brother. Yeah, yeah. He needed to be headbutted. I think <laughs> that was early purpose, on, surely. headbutt him. Yeah. Get him out of there because he's he he's falls to pieces as soon work. as there's a threat. He falls to pieces. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's fucking up the works for me. Just get in the car and shut up. Yeah, and he <laughs> Give constantly me that just goes out by himself and yeah. wastes bullets. And yeah, he's in it. <laughs> doesn't pull his pants up. Oh, oh. <laughs> the, the fucking belted up jeans under the ass cheek just does my head in. Just fuck off, mate. Just take your pants off. If it's that hard to wear them, where they're supposed to be. <laughs> Sound like an old person, but Jesus Christ, <laughs> I, don't, I never understood that. Um, I really like the opening credit sequence with the the, the bombs and testing stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah that um, song too. That, that's that. unnerving, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit like the start of Dawn of the Dead. 
Yeah. Yeah, they do it in Dawn of the Dead as well. Yeah, and then you got the flashes of the like the mutated fetuses and stuff like that. Um, It just lets you. It sort of sets the scene really well. So. I like that one, and then the scientist massacre—the first like That's death cool. scene. It's quick. It's brutal. Yeah, you just get a sense of everything. You know, you, you get know the idea they're... of they're doing testing, like yeah. that touches briefly on that. Then you've got the the mutants that come out of the woodwork. You only see him very briefly, but you, yeah. he really did just have some damage. He, yeah. <laughs> what about the imagery of the literal fish out of water yeah, flapping yeah, about? Yeah. Well, and then they cut to a bloke actually flapping on the end of a fucking pickaxe. <laughs> <laughs> Good imagery, though. Yeah. But yeah, like, the, oh, mate, uh, which one was he? Was he, he, was he was Jupiter? Pluto. Or Pluto, was it? Yeah. yeah. So he just dispatches. Like, he's throwing full men all over the place. Like, you know he's And then powerful. you just see the truck drive off. It's got four mm. bodies dragging off. Nice high luck, though. Maintained vehicle. That one is clearly fr- freshly stolen. That one <laughs> looks like he's just ran it through the car wash. <laughs> the makeup, the prosthetics and stuff, are, are pretty outstanding. Actually, yeah, mm-hmm. I think they must have done a lot of stuff with just digital morphing of the faces too. Like for the little kids when they're in that the village and they yes. said, "Will you play yeah. with us?" Oh, yeah. They've just like dra- and even the girl that plays Ruby. Yeah. yeah, she's really pretty in real life. I think she was a combo. I think yeah, they a little bit of prosthetic and a little bit of morphing effects. Because some of the some of the shots, she doesn't look quite as like her eyes down as low, yeah. and then other ones, it's really pronounced. Whereas things like Pluto and that, that's all prosthetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And it works really well. He looks kind of um, he's very creepy. He looks a bit like Sloth from Goonies. He does very yeah. much yeah. like Sloth from Goonies. And the bloke who's got the you know, the hair lip thing lip that's thing a lizard isn't it? Yes. His head was ginormous. Yeah. Oh yeah, the other bloke. Yeah. <laughs> I really like the shot, and you mentioned it before, but the fact that the family goes, okay, we come together and we pray. Mm. We pray before they walk, that the other two go walking, mm. and then it pulls back and yeah. they're being watched. And it's kind of like, you know, you're playing, praying for safety, but you've got no idea that there's something. Yeah, mm. I love that it just started as a shot of just like a wide shot, though, mm. and you think, oh, yeah, it's just heightening, you know, how far they're, they're just alone, they're just together, and then it pulled back into the binoculars, yeah. mm. sort of framing the shot. Yeah. That was but really at that point, good. they thought they just had an accident. Yeah. You know, they, they, they thought, I think they said because they thought the tyres got too hot and they just burst. Yeah, don't yeah. Know, that's, that doesn't really hold <laughs> Again, up. Again, big yeah. ball. Don't you suppose you have some knowledge yeah, about Yeah, that's something? why you're not a detective anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it's a really, really cool shot. And I think they do it They do it at the end too, don't they? Yeah. Same thing. Oh, a couple of times yeah, they yeah. do that binocular shot because yeah. it's, it's the guy with like the flat nose thing. Yeah. He's sort of like the scout. Goggle. Goggle, I think his name was. Well, yeah. He's so like he he sort of scouts things out on the um, walkie-talkies. And goggle. 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 I actually, uh, for some reason, I really like the antagonist, antagonistic relationship between Bob and son-in-law mm-hmm. like that whole yeah because he clearly doesn't think he's a man yeah, yeah. basically just you're a useless bastard because you can't fucking you're a democrat yeah you don't like guns and then going on about um, you know the son saying things like you know he the only reason he wouldn't the only reason we're not flying is because they wouldn't let him fly the fucking plane and basically yeah. just saying he's got to be in charge of all yeah. this shit and the way that it plays out that way and you kind of know where it's going that the guy that doesn't want to use the guns and wants to it's just be out of it is the one that kind of comes to the party and in the end he doesn't really use the guns all that much it's a, yeah. it's right up to the end where he actually goes to town with a fucking axe though yeah <laughs> um, really lays into the I love that I love the phones thing that was pretty funny as well like uh, your phones aren't going to help you out here yeah, yeah. yeah the one thing that you've got doesn't even work yeah get on your phone and um 
Yeah, you know, calls the tow truck. I've got no uh, reception. Ninety-seven percent <laughs> coverage. I love that bit too because Telstra still claims that they've got yeah. this ninety-seven percent coverage. Well, yeah, bullshit, bullshit. Yeah. It doesn't have it. No, I call bullshit. Yeah. Um, we talked about there's a couple of scenes in here that are pretty hard to watch and stuff like that. But one of them I really liked is when um, Lizard bites the head off the bird in the yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's when you know it's really been taken up a notch and they're just they're like, oh, fuck, mate. Like, yeah. That's a budgie. What are yeah, you that doing? Was fucking, that was full on. And especially because he, 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 they, they don't cut away from him like fucking mun- munching <laughs> on the looks bird. looks real. And then he tips it up. And, yeah. like, and Drink pulls the blood out. That's yeah. gross. <laughs> and, of course, the dog has been cut in half by this stage. So you would have been upset. I was very upset. I was homing yeah. John Wick was coming out. But, <laughs> But, but then again, the dog gets the other dog gets a bit of action yeah. later on, which yeah. I, I kind of beast dug. gets revenge. Yeah, he gets revenge all right. Starts whipping throats out. Oh, I love <laughs> when he I love when he sneaks up on that fucking shrieking blonde yeah. one. And he just kind of turns around, and the dog just goes nuts. Yeah, that was yeah, that I was good. That. I also I didn't really remember this, but I kind of liked that the station here, the the service station attendant was sort of put upon like he he wanted out yeah yeah yeah. and it was just the self-preservation that kicked in when he saw that the chick had seen the handbag and he thought i'm fucked basically yeah he wasn't gonna send them yeah yeah he was like you know i'm done and he was telling him you'd go here and then he saw that she'd seen that she'd opened the handbag and he was like jewels and yeah she didn't twig to it though she thought it was a bit strange and then he just left it yeah, yeah she left it but he saw that it was opened and thought you know, she's on I'm not something. Going, I'm not going down for it, basically. But then, you know, it doesn't really make sense when he takes himself out. He could just yeah, that's <laughs> right, drive off. Yeah. But it, I did like that that because you know you've seen that in so many like in every Texas Chainsaw movie you've got that situation. Yeah, Texas but they're always in on it. Yeah. And this was the first time I can really recall that it's um being sort of held to ransom almost, yeah. and then yeah, he's, he's not just one of them. Yeah, and he's just like I've had enough. But then. Fucking, I've got to save myself, I suppose, if she knows that that's there. So, And I also yeah. like that sequence where Big Bob gets back to the servo and then he sees him hovering in the toilet or whatever and he shoots yeah. him, doesn't he? Or yeah, no, he, he shoots, shoots himself. Like himself. And then yeah. he starts hearing, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. Daddy. Yeah. And for some unknown reason, he starts firing blindly into, into the, dark, the dark, which I don't understand. Yeah, really. And you've got a stick shooter. This is a guy with training. Yeah. Fuck. Then is he it? gets in the car. Is it? <laughs> Americans? In the car and then he just hears, Daddy. And so hang on, you're telling me you think American that was really uh, cool law enforcement are properly trained? Somewhat. There's a fair few question marks to be raised there, mate. <laughs> that suicide is just the where it just ramps up very, yeah, very yeah. quickly, isn't it? Dead off. Oh, that was a, that was a, that was stepping on the line. Yeah. Like they yeah. could have cut away from that. Yeah. One. <laughs> it needed to show that as uh, plainly as it did. And then, yeah, and then it's the head getting slammed against the glass. There's some real yeah, like, yeah, he really like structural really damage around, in this. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Clearly not Ted Levine though. When the face nah, is getting smashed nah. against the old stunt man's come in for some facial treatment. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. mate, well, he, he's your job. Yeah, well, we'll give the guy getting paid like fifty bucks an hour and <laughs> get his head smashed in. Yeah, I, I actually uh, going back to the dogs. I liked that it was kind of standard horror stuff that the kid go, wanders off and then finds the dog dead. Yeah. But then he fucking goes up and sees that it's gutted, like it's just empty, basically. Yeah. That was the like, like a nice little jolt because I thought. Um, you know, pretty standard stuff. But then when he finds that, yeah. it's like, oh shit! Okay, Something's we'll, we'll ramp it up a little bit more. Yeah. So. Otherwise, could they could have just said, oh, it could have been an animal attack or something. Yeah, when you yeah, see yeah. it's cleanly sliced like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know there's trouble. But of course, dipshit doesn't tell anyone. 
he might be. <laughs> no, in trouble. And his excuse is he doesn't want to but worry he anyone. He didn't want to worry anyone. I wanted to wait until um, uh, my mum and sister had been murdered and, and my and sister's and been raped. Look, everyone's worried when I come shrieking back to the camp. Oh, don't be gutted. Lock the doors. <laughs> <laughs> Arm yourself. Yeah, something, mate. Grab a rock. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> Um, that caravan sequence, so Maddie sort of alluded to it at the start, where the, the first bit's a real slow burn. Yeah. You get a few little sightings of sort of people in the shadows and stuff. And then when the, the sequence of the caravan, oh, when, they, off the roof when they burn leaves. Bob on the tree yeah. and the, they jump off and the, the fucking the boys are in the caravan and everyone sort of gets split up, everything just takes off. Yeah. It gets yeah. really Zero full. It does. <laughs> it's pretty intense, that sequence, but I do like the fact dispatched. that they don't go overboard with the rape. I think they could have. They just suggest it, yeah. You don't suggest it, he stuff. unbuckles his belt, and you know he's raping her. You do know it. You can see it roughly in the yeah. background. Mm. She's, like, hitting the blinds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they could She's have, obviously like, has no power. Talking about blokes from, you know, from Europe who this sort of stuff, we, you know, we, they would have, well, let's ramp it up a notch. Yeah. yeah but they you don't. You go into and a spit on your grave it's territory. It's a good move. It's a good move because yeah. you don't need that. You didn't need it. The, the baby, the baby starts crying, and I was thinking about the baby. I'm just like, oh fuck! This is Once you're a parent, this sort of stuff just is that. And much he puts worse. the gun to its head. Yeah, and you're just like, oh no, mate! Like, that's just. But they've just done that to the budgie, and you're like, yeah, you going to do to a nice, baby, nice and fat, juicy, or whatever. And it's like, oh man, this is really. That's, this is where you need a John Wick style father who just rolls in and just yeah, starts breaking necks. Holy yeah, shit! That baby is the best behaved baby I've oh, ever no. seen. In my fucking life. Yeah. Yeah. That scene in general, yeah, I I always felt it was was done a bit better than the original, and I think it's I think it's still got some really great stuff about it. I've got I've got some dislikes that I. I probably didn't have previously, but yeah, it, it's where the movie really kind of kicks into gear, mm. and I think it's pretty well done for the most part. Yeah, cringed me out for sure. Oh, yeah. I tell you what, his Doug's wife getting shot at point blank range <laughs> without again they don't cut away from it. That's nasty. and that's with a forty four yeah, magnum. Bang! Too. Just and then she comes alive for a second. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, bullshit. And then dies. And dies, and I'm thinking... The amount of brain matter that's up that wall, yeah, she's not gasping she's not, for breath after she's that. She's well and truly... That's just a cheap jump scare, that one. They did that a bit, didn't they? They, 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 they did like inexplicable survival. Well, there's, one, there's one later that's awful. Yeah. The explosion. Yeah. And that guy is still alive. <laughs> Impaled You're on that thing. You're joking. <laughs> that explosion hits him front on. Yeah. You know? The whole... All the... Power it's from it hits him. Torn apart he's, the entire caravan. He's caravan-head. basically been turned to ash. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I don't really... I mean, yeah. It's, it's a good classic. excuse to kill him in a... It's, yeah, in a very... Gave her way. the power back as well, yeah. But it's, it's classic horror, you know. These bikes are still alive when they shouldn't be. Yeah, well, the lizard one too, he got shot twice with a shotgun. You're not coming back from that. If I wasn't unsettled enough already, that... Fucking thing sitting in the chair with the elongated head. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I melted into himself. What's going on there? I don't want to have a conversation with you. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're not reminding me of Pearl from Blade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Oh, and I'd be going, what's, what's wrong with you? Are you really smart, mate, or just yeah. ugly as fuck? He's bloody cocky for a thing that has no oh, spine. No. Yeah. It looks like he's <laughs> melted on his chair. <laughs> you talk a lot of shit for someone that can't defend themselves. Um, um, yeah, that. that that back and forth with with the big unit in that that house, I really really like that. Yeah. Like the the whole um, 
you know, it's kind of, again, it's pretty straightforward, his kind of progression to to taking him out and playing the kind of possum and then stabbing him in the foot and whatever. Good, but man. it's fucking intense. Like, yeah. when he actually gets the upper hand and does him in and then goes outside and gets that silly look at one with the neck brace yeah. on and then comes back into the house. Like, Halo. But, yeah. again, that, oh, that's, that's where my dislike lies. I think that stuff is good. It's really well done. And I really love the that the fake fake town. I think mm. that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I've got problems with the way he acts in that decision sequence. making is questionable. Decision making is really questionable. The film is yeah. dragged on for ten minutes longer than it should. Yeah, yeah. That, but the because the scene for reasons about is basically just the, the like part that. in the yeah. house. In the house. Yeah. Yeah. Inside that, that house. That whole the, the that woman's got the baby and the baby's safe and she's mothering the baby. Mm. And the, the, she's like singing at the national anthem yeah. with her like horrific hoarse voice. <laughs> I was like <laughs> I thought that was bloody cool. Like yeah. you're setting the scene of oh they've set up a life here. Which is which makes it a bit weird that they're so bitter and and no, the one anyone that comes the, through that was the long head dude wasn't it? Yeah. Nah, he, he I think he does sing the anthem. He was singing the anthem, yeah. Because yeah, that's where the, that's the woman where the just yeah, I thought it was the woman. She's watching the divorce court. Yeah. She's watching the divorce court and brushing her hair on a mannequin. Yeah, so it's it's. It's a bit of it's a melted black singing the anthem. Fucking melted black, mate. I am taking that. Back to his head immediately. Yeah, just like a I don't want to see that shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, turn around. <laughs> you shouldn't be alive. You're ugly. Yeah, <laughs> I would have been in trouble a long time ago. Um, you talk about the, the the setting, but the best thing about that that fake town is the the mannequin factor. Yeah, yeah. mannequins are just creepy. You just yeah, see right. them now, like the camera kind of roams. Yeah, and then it'll come across one of yeah. them right up close, and you'll be like, "Is that one of the fucking mutants?" Yeah, and you're like, half expecting him to talk, and then they actually get a little bit of mileage out of that one. Will you play with us? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. The last 20 minutes. The last 20 minutes is the best part of the film in terms of it really fires up Mm. and the family actually takes action. Yeah. um, And pushes out some pretty rough justice. Holy shit, that mum getting gutted. (laughs) Having her liver eaten by the bearded bloke. Yeah. That was gross. Mate, that guy's getting his head blown off. (laughs) I am just walking towards him going, bang, bang, bang. Like, you know. No, you're going to run awkwardly away. I'll run awkwardly away, trip over, (laughs) shoot in the air. Yeah, because old mate says how many bullets he got. He's a clip and a half. He wastes at least a clip yeah. running and firing blindly into nothing. All you have to do is turn around and p- pick the bloke off. I did like the trap though in the in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. The gas when they the, went all home the, alone on him. Yeah, yeah. The strikes and matches and blows him up. Except for the fact that it's pretty clear they've gone out the other window. And yeah, still, yeah. Why would he try and get him? Although yeah. he's a fucking potato. He's hardly, <laughs> he's hardly <laughs> picking up on it, is he? He's, He's a brainless fool. Any other likes around? No, just the just the fact that the you know we talk about Dougie being a, a, a spastic um, <laughs> and just being a useless human for most of the movie. But then when he finally mans up because yeah. he's like, you know, they got my daughter, I got to do something about it, and he finally you know, goes on his little, he arms himself up with the bat and the yeah. and his little fucking thing over and the dog and whatever and. You know, but that that was good that he finally did something because otherwise he was just a simpering idiot for the rest of the time. Yeah. Uh, but that was it for all the likes I had anyway. Jared? Yeah, I've covered, mate. <clears throat> Maddie? I didn't mind the fight with the belt here. That was kind of cool. Oh, with that, the ro- were they the road spikes? The road yeah. spikes, yeah, because he wore them as like he a bandolier. He cops it fair in the scone at that yeah. point. Yeah. He just sort of throws it at him and goes, whack, yeah. right in the face. Nails him. I'm also thinking, look, you're not getting up from that. 
No. Yeah. <laughs> well, I might have smashed his head into the ground as well. I cannot get up from that either. <laughs> the um, I liked Ruby chucking him off the cliff. It was a bit, yeah. Yeah. It was a bit, bit telegraphed, but it was yeah, kind but of Yeah, but cool. I also had a dislike on that whole thing. Is it, 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 I know what they were going for, that she was obviously the not, good. The good she news. Was, she had some... Good enough. Yeah. yeah. And she, she was trying to help. semi-straight teeth. Yeah. <laughs> she was trying to help. Yeah. But... It, it feels like it wasn't earned because mm. yeah. they only they only give it to you for like two or three scenes. Mm. She's kind of on their side. I remember her. She doesn't being kill a little kid as well. Yeah. She doesn't kill a kid. It just kind of doesn't feel like it's earned. It's like oh, she's she's taking the bug off the cliff. Well, yeah, we don't really get a sense that she had built up a rapport with them or anything at yeah. all. You know, it's just like she just seems to be a little bit less of a scumbag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they no, see, but I mean, she she never was. In on what they were doing, you yeah. could see when she, you know, she, she just, just sort of hovers around the fringe. You could see the way she was dressed, the way she had like the, the um, she stole his hoodie. Yeah, she stole the hoodie, and she had. You could see that she wasn't in there, bloody eating legs, <laughs> cackling like yeah. otherwise. <laughs> you could see that from the get go. But yeah. the thing that I didn't like was the whole family structure of the mutants was probably something that Wes Craven did a little bit better <laughs> in his, and I would have liked more of that because they sort of. They play it a little bit how they talk, you know, the the, the one with the that the cleft palate, yeah, yeah. you know, telling the other one you're not a man or whatever, and you can't, you're like, okay, so you get the sense that maybe oh, is he the younger brother, the big mm. dumb, whatever, and Ruby's related, and then Goggles doing the, the watch out, and then then Papa he's yeah. fucking running the show or whatever, mm. but you don't get a sense of any of that, and. It quite, it would have been nice because Ruby's the parallel to the to the bloke yeah. that's supposedly the useless fucking phone salesman yeah. who can't do anything yeah. in the other family, and I so they kind of come together yeah. at the end to. You I know, think the part of the problem with these films, and this is a not really a dis. I didn't hate this in, in particular in this movie, but these characters and this this kind of ciphers you don't really mm. like because they're the villains and they're in the background and they are the. You know the cannibalistic mutants. You don't really know a lot about them, and they try to do the the family structure, but as you say, they don't really do it very well. So, no. and then other mutants pop up as yeah, well. Yeah, and you're kind of like, yeah. what the fuck's this Who's guy? Like yeah. the guy in the chair. Like, well, the guy walking along. <laughs> Beardy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, where the fuck did he it's come just from? Yeah. Where did Beardy come from? And yeah. even just right at the end, it's just the the um, it's the the. Binoculars are still looking at you. You're still fucked. Yeah. yeah. But I think in uh, in in Cravens, if I like, I haven't seen his in a long, long time. But I think you can get more of a sense of that Ruby's a disappointment to Papa and all this yeah. sort of shit. So it probably would have been. Yeah, okay. Even if you don't get a lot of it, you just get that sense of that going. The closest on. thing I can think of is you're not allowed to rape her. I'm going to rape her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah, the yeah. closest thing. It's you the get. closest. Whereas, yeah, I think in the in the original, you get a bit of a sense that she's a disappointment for some reason, and that she won't get into the whole thing that they're doing. Um, so Maybe they just took a, a, a calculated decision that we'll pull back on that. We'll stick with the family. But as you said, the end result of that is it yeah, doesn't you feel don't like really it's know anything. Because yeah. you get her seeming like she's going to be... Unless there's stuff on the cutting room floor. Maybe they, <clears throat> maybe they had some more things. There's probably just, more there's stuff. A, I actually reckon they should have got a hold of one of the walkie-talkies without, actually, without them knowing that they were on it. Yeah, and you hear a little bit of that stuff. Yeah, you, yeah, you, could, have, you could have built some some sort of dynamic there without. Yeah, within in a couple of miniature scenes, just to pick up a little bit of it. the guy playing the gas station attendant. Yeah, 
he's too over the top for me. Mm. Like he turns up he, and he, he's got this Popeye sort of grin. He's always going... <laughs> With his cigar. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, dude... Bit too crazy, Ralph. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I'm lucky. To, like, I'm getting petrol. I'm throwing some cash at him. I'm getting... <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm not listening to his bullshit. Yeah, I'm not taking yeah. your advice on the yeah. shortcut. <laughs> what about a shortcut? Yeah, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> not cool, mate. Sounds yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, sounds great. And I agree with you, Gibbo. Correct. Um, or was it you, Matty, who was saying, you're not taking that shortcut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are in no, the middle shit, no. of nowhere. Yeah, no thanks. And you're what, taking that? a shortcut that's not on Throw the map by some dodgy scumbag. Mm. And Throw it's taking you deeper into the middle of nowhere. Yeah, you're staying on You're not there. taking that. <clears> even not. just the fact that it's a dirt road, no thanks. Yeah, you're Too not, many not going to do it. So it, it does slightly undermine the whole thing. Even though they're trying to explain that We'd like to get there quicker because, I mean, I know he says it's, yeah. a, it's a good ride and everything, but it's a long ride, they say. It's a long trip. Yeah, but he yeah. says, I like night driving. This yeah, is like, fine. So like, it, doesn't, it doesn't quite set very well because it goes against what Big Bob says five yeah. minutes beforehand. Yep. I had a dislike in that a uh, couple of minutes in, we've got some new metal on the soundtrack. Uh, no, we don't need it. <laughs> 2006. <laughs> I didn't have to jam it in somewhere. What a time to be alive. I had a really early dislike, and it's movies that do the fake facts or fake, like, well-thought-out quotes and stuff to yeah. open a movie, like about the atmospheric testing. Never happened. Yeah. It's not true. So yeah. don't, don't, like, you can use that if it's a real thing, but if you do that... And it's not true. It's just empty shit. It's like opening with a quote from Freddy Krueger. Yeah, and exactly. Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Yeah, or, or opening with a quote from uh, Dr. Loomis. You've got to get your, your facts straight. Yeah. <laughs> you like don't, don't frame something as being... Like, you could build that off... Like, Forrest Gump, and build off, like, actual... Yeah, things actual that things happened that in real. Occurred, yeah. That's fine, even though it's a bad movie, but this... It's just it, it just makes your head hurt straight away. Like, don't fucking try and sell me this, you dickheads. Like, no thanks. <laughs> I actually felt surprisingly because I like the fact that the dog gets in on the action, but in a way they're a little bit superfluous. They they keep pissing off into the fucking. They're just MacGuffins. They're just like, reasons for shit to go like wrong. Every time one of those dumbasses opens the fucking thing. They let the, the dog out. Oh, the dog goes running off. It happens like that. Oh, what do you go? Tie that bloody thing the yeah. fucking thing up. It's, it's really frustrating because what it is, is it's basically a cheap way of separating everyone. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a cheap way of getting the brother to run after the dog, find the find the, the gutted dog, fall yeah. over, all that sort of shit. And then he chases the other one off, you know? like mm. It's kind of, it's a little bit the old, but then you have to cheat yeah. It killed me as well because they're like some... Some things that are happening in the shadows are happen quick, fast, efficient, silent, and then other times you've got people that are wandering off and nothing's happening to them and they're away for an hour or yeah. whatever. It's, uh, just the consistency well, the brother, of that. But doesn't the brother get pricked up by Ruby? Does she come along for she Yeah, he falls off the cliff and she... Yeah. But I just feel like if in that situation when you've got... Like, I'm pretty sure cars aren't going up and down that road. As soon as there's a car going, every single mutant that's in the shadows is going to be lurking on the sideline. Well, Goggles got a view of them for miles. <laughs> <laughs> he, can't, he can't get on the walkie-talkie and say, we've got one wandering off. Yeah. 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 But like what, you're, what you're alluding to there, that's one of my big issues with it. It's like when Bobby falls off the thing and knocks himself out, Ruby's there, but the other boy, is it, um, that's Goggle, isn't it, that's eating above him? Yeah, I think the, so. 
Like, why did he survive that? There's no reason for him to not be dead at that point. No, yeah. And then twice with Doug, he gets locked in the freezer. Why didn't they kill him? And then when he gets knocked out later on, yeah, why did he, he die? The only, thing, the only thing that I can think of is that they're trying to torture them because they got tortured. That's the that's yeah. all. Yeah. The, no, they, they don't come, really push that. It doesn't come across very well. And yeah. the but then problem that is why they didn't why they killed everyone else so quickly. Like, yeah. and this is what I mean. The yeah. problem is it drags the film out mm. for for. Unexplained reasons. Yeah. There's no reason for Doug to when he goes to the fake town, right? The nuclear and town. And look, yeah, we're an hour ten in. We know that Doug wasn't willing to kill mm. in that early stage because he's he's not he's normal, right? But now the stakes are up, mate. Your yeah. wife's dead. Your yeah. kids missing. <clears throat> You've got to take it to him, right? Yeah. So you, he makes a move to go up there. That's why he's armed up with the dog yeah. and everything. He gets didn't there. just feel foolish the whole fucking time. When he's in that cave, I'm like, how is he not dead yet? Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's a bit like uh, Sorry, Far Cry 5, mate. The amount of times you get caught without actually uh, oh, being in by the villains. That bug the shit. Like, every time they're like, oh, we're just going to release you while you're drugged up. I'm like, why? You're a real fucking bee in our bonnet, mate. But here, you're free to go. Like, fuck. Such a dumb fucking villain. <laughs> what are we talking about? Far Cry 5. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you're you get, always on the, the you bliss get, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you get caught a bunch of times, but they just... It's, it's just their reason to have, like, lunatic fucking cult members yeah, have yeah. their just talking shit. And, yeah, it, there's no explanation for it. But when he gets there to the nuclear town, he sees the baby, right? He creeps in. He's yeah. still bat, got the bat. He sees that woman watching divorce court. Mm-hmm. Now, to me, you fucking wail that woman's fucking head off yep. straight away. Yeah. You don't tiptoe around and try and take the baby quietly. You mm. fucking kick her up because yeah. she's in your way. Yeah, yeah. But he does that. He gets knocked out. Wakes up in a freezer full of corpses, which I think it was the only reason he's in there yeah. is just to show a bit of gore. Makes the mother of all rackets. Like, yeah. she's not here in divorce court. <laughs> the noise he's back. <laughs> and how does he not realise where he is, like, by the smell? Oh, yeah. that's what I thought, too, because he sort of wakes up and you're like, oh, you'd smell that for like, sure. And then he's oh, like, this is enough! <laughs> <laughs> the now I'm upset. <laughs> like, the lid on that thing's perspex. There's enough light coming in to see the fucking head next to you. It's not pitch black in But there. then he breaks out of there... He then... They did a good job, though. I'll say they did a good job of not letting him get out straight away. I'm like, yeah. that lock's going to crack real quick. They're going to keep him in there and someone's going to walk in. And then he gets out. And I'm like, oh, that was a nice little... They're less sort of, yeah, they yeah. didn't just kick it open. Yeah. Like, well, I'm sorry. If I'm in there, that thing's coming off first oh, go. Yeah. Yeah. There's no stop. Purse stacks, I'm just thr- I'm through it. And out through the ceiling and I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't have a headlock. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I have got a bad You are a huge Swede, mate. You don't have to You're like Red Man. You just spring legs out. You're like a juggernaut, bitch. But he then gets out. He then... That's when he takes on Pluto. Yeah. And he takes on Pluto because Pluto comes out of the woodwork and just smashes through the door. And, and that's cool. That's that's a really cool sequence. Mm. He gets put down on the ground and Pluto's trying to cut his head yeah. off. The dog comes out of nowhere and grabs him. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of diving into the fight... We've now got this guy yeah, yeah, off his game. I thought the same thing. Yeah. Runs back, gets his baseball bat, hides in the bathroom. Immediately, yeah. that, does, brick. that does put a real cool part in it too, which doesn't I haven't really seen too often other than bloody Jason movies or whatever where he's hiding next to the door and the thing just yeah, fucking just bursts through the, the wall. wall. Yeah. But, but, like, but yeah, you're right. The decision-making, decision-making is Decision-making is just yeah, stupid. Yeah, yeah. And then he finally finds some scrotum 
with this this went ten minutes of basically superfluous shit for me. Yeah. yeah. Just go to town. Like that's what you were supposed to do. We were yeah. supposed to go from you've been you've been um, brutalised. Now you're going to turn the tables. Yeah. And these guys who think that they've been running the ship down here in the desert are going to find out. Yeah. What it's like. <clears throat> yeah. And it was, should have just been carnage, mate. He should have been smashing everything. Mm. Yeah. But he, he just fucking wimps around the whole time till the last 10 minutes. But that's in the same t- I keep harping on about it, but the he's coming into this town and, like, he's gone into two houses and found exactly what he wanted in this whole town. Like, it, just, it seems like a little bit easy and he should have been dead by already. Yeah. yeah. But, um, well, but it makes for it makes. If I had to tell you what... Oh, it should have been. It should have been like you're next. That chick just goes babe shit and just starts yeah. burying hammers in people's heads yeah. and stuff. Yeah. From the minute they make contact with that house, yeah, you've just been pushed too far. She just goes oh, off. Yeah. yeah, and that's what that should have been. He should have just been a raging Furious. psychotic. Yeah, by then, bashed her head in, bashed in old mate with the elongated head. He should have been right yeah, into just it. Just cracking melons left, right, and centre. Fuck, mate, you can't half tell you've been watching Adam Sandler movies, can you? You want to fucking bury him? He's angry. He's angry. Yeah, I'll just say I understood where they were going. Yeah, but they got they took far too long to get to it. Yeah, in that that end sequence. Yeah, because the by the time the thing too is they show they show his his progression visually. They show that he's getting all grubbied up and then he's covered in blood and stuff. And that doesn't even match. By the time yeah. he's, by the time he should be just fucking going bonkers, yeah. he's already just covered in filth and blood, and he's you know gritty and. But he still does the hiding in the bathroom and. All that when they say it's work. breakfast time, and they're laughing about that, mm. that suggests that there's a fuckload more mutants around, right? Mm. Well, it suggests, yeah, that there's, yeah, I think that there's, there's more than, yeah, I don't know, like. It's it's so vague about that yeah. that sort of stuff. Well, it was, they they say at one point like that there was families of miners. So it wasn't, yeah, they're, yeah. they're so basically it wasn't just one, one family. Yeah. So there's yeah. other shit out there. But right. So what we're talking about that that house sequence. So when the bloke with the things dragging the body past and the one with the, the halo or whatever he's wearing and the dog whimpers and he hears him and he turns around yeah, and they're gone. how does he get in the car without the bloke hearing him yeah. he hears a dog go by the way that body's fairly question? fresh where did it come from I don't know because I wasn't I couldn't recognise who it was either you want to know, no, my question is it was one of those things where it's you know it works cinematically but if you think about it it doesn't work it's that the halo guy walks off and he Pops his head up to have a look. How the fuck does he know he's gone? Yeah. And it's time to pop your head up. Like, it's just. And meanwhile, makes just standing looking at him. He's like, gotcha. yeah, 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 I can see you now, mate. See, I could have seen that sequence for me would have been he basically dispatches them on the slot, some of them on the slide. Yeah. You know, um, Halo's dragging a body, and then out of nowhere, this just guy just comes at him and. Well, he's useless. Yeah. I mean, he ends up getting done in like that anyway. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's, he's pointing. He just nails him with the axe. Yeah. He, so, he they, they're trying to out. build suspense, but to me, they were shooting themselves in the foot. Because there's no, no more time for suspense. We're not into suspense now. We no, need stabbing to, themselves in the foot with a screwdriver. Yeah, we, we, need to, we need to rock up a bit with a bit of bit more pepper. Yeah, and yeah. I thought that's where they were going to go, because that's what that, you know, Alex Arger, the that's his music. style. The know? Western music suggests that people are going to get fucked up. Yeah. yeah. It just, it doesn't quite, it, I mean, people get, end up getting fucked up. <laughs> like, they do, like, pretty bad. He, he takes that bloody axe and flicks it around. Oh, so and using the spike. The, 
just buries it in his scone. Like, it, it really gets nasty, but it just takes too long for me. Well, that sequence with the halo, too, he, he makes a very questionable decision because he locks his dog in a car. Everyone knows you don't lock a dog in a hot car. You don't want That's that just wrong. <laughs> Come on, mate. That's not ethical. Poor Beast. <laughs> That's just bullshit. And Beast, Beast shows more bloody scrotum than, the, like, than Doug does. Yeah. Like, Be- Beast dispatches the bloke up on the... On the hill, mm. if she's thrown out, mm. then takes care of old elongated scone for you. <laughs> and it has a crack at Pluto. And has a crack at Pluto, and it's doing a pretty decent job until Pussy Boy can't get involved. Yeah. Um, yeah, Be- Beast hanging off his arm. He's like, mate, I was just distracting him, you fucking bad on me. Yeah, like, <laughs> Beast is more, more into it than he is. <clears throat> yeah. There's a bit when Bobby and Brenda, is it, the, the blonde daughter, yeah. um, they're putting their mum and the sister in the car for yeah. some reason because they don't want him to carry him with him and the sister who's had been shot in the head with a 44 Brenda says when they're putting him in watch her head and I'm like is this serious <laughs> I don't think her head's had the, all the carnage three quarters get. of it's gone yeah I don't think we need to worry about bumping her head on the side of the fucking thing yeah, but. yeah. I had uh, two issues with the car graveyard two two um, one it doesn't really hold up I mean, if that many people have disappeared, someone's flying a plane over that shit, and you are seeing that from space. Like, yeah, you're not yeah. missing that. Yeah. So that doesn't hold up. I mean, now nowadays it's just a bloody Google satellite. Yeah. <laughs> We've caught them. They're out here somewhere. <laughs> um, but secondly, the road goes there and nowhere else, and there's abandoned cars... And he comes back going, look at all this shit I found. He's wearing a hat and holding a fishing rod. <laughs> Nothing saying to him, this Danger. isn't right. Yeah. We're in some shit. Because he says something about, cars. oh, this must be a dumping ground. For what? For what? <laughs> yeah. We're, you know, perfectly, you know, cars in, in magnificent condition with baby seats in them and equipment and all People's sorts of things. Who's dumping it? Like, what people around this part <laughs> are dumping this? Especially what are they doing? Rod. They're taking their, they're bringing their bike in the back and fucking dumping the car and then riding home or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, pretty dumb. it's only like twenty miles from anything, <laughs> anything in the world. So yeah. obviously, people just come out to drop their shit out here and leave. Yeah, because yeah, you're supposed <laughs> to be. walk out of the desert. <laughs> like it's pretty clear from the get go, you're supposed to be on his side. Like Bob's a dickhead, and you think, you know, obviously this guy's got something valuable, but he's your classic father-in-law that. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm king shit or whatever. But at that time, you're going, Bob's right. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, no, I was on Bob's side. Yeah. yeah. The big head dude with the long head, oh. his whole purpose in the movie is just to do an exposition speech, basically, about yeah. Why, yeah. why they do stuff to people. It's just lazy. Is he the, meant to be the patriarch for the father? No. I thought what the dude the father's the bloke at the at the caravan that gets singed <laughs> singed slightly by a massive explosion. The one that killed that's Papa. He's hiding in the back of um Theo's car after he sees the old mate uh, yeah. head off. Yeah, look, you're spot on, Jared. I couldn't work out who was who. Like who? What was the? You can make assumptions. You can you make can't. assumptions, but yeah. you come across this guy with no spine and the long hair, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking. Well, he maybe he, and he at one stage he says kill the baby or whatever. Yeah. So I'm thinking, all right, this guy must he's be running charge. some sort of show. Yeah. Maybe he's the brains of the operation. <laughs> see, I never. <laughs> <laughs> I see what I Very good. Yeah. Two brains. I never, I never realised it, but the first time around, I had Wes Craven's in my head. Mm. So you already knew who was who. Yeah. A little bit, but yeah. watching it without, you know, yeah, without the knowledge, it, it just doesn't it's work. A bit, yeah, it's a bit messy in that department. 
Um, talking about dumb decisions at the end when he shoots Lizard. And then drops a gun next to him, him when he's <laughs> and then leaves the shotgun next Why? to him. At least roll him off the fucking cliff before you yeah, drop the again. shotgun. No, just put the barrel next to his head and, yeah, and finish the it. job. Or, oh, it was to give Ruby the chance to do it, but it just it's so yeah. like you shouldn't have had the shootout then. Exactly. She should have just tackled him off the and while they were fighting with the road spike. Yeah. Wouldn't it have? Wouldn't it have said more? Wouldn't it have had more of a message if he didn't use the gun? Because yeah. he doesn't use the gun until that point. so And that's his whole thing. I don't need a gun or whatever. So why don't you just let him point the gun, but he doesn't actually finish it because Ruby does it or something. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it didn't didn't work all that well. No. Uh, that's all I had, though. Hell yeah. Maddie, anything else to add? No. Solid two and a half. Oh, actually, one other well, little bit. The, so, some of the, like we talked about the digital effects for the face. Oh, and, stuff, and some um, of the what's he just burned up, too? When, um, Bob. Bob, that yeah. looks terrible. That looks really bad. Um, no, no, I was going to say, when really when you first see Ruby, her face and everything looks good, but her hands, really bad. It looks like the go- Gobbledox hands from the old <laughs> It just, it looks like it's clearly made out of plastic with some, like, wax and stuff on that it. That actually looks... would have worked if she was peeking her hands in the car and you heard the... <laughs> she looks like the Disney version of the Hunchback from Notre Dame. She does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, that's all I had. Yeah, I had one, and it's to do with the caravan. So, as I said, the scene overall I think is okay, but watching it this time around, the violence inflicted on the girls really does fall into the whole fridging category. About, you know what? No? No. Okay. Um, I've heard this term. Okay, so there was a whole term... That came about from Gail Simone, who's a comic writer, and she called it was called Women in Refrigerators because there was a Green Lantern issue where Kyle Rayner, who's the Green Lantern at the time, comes home to find like a note from a villain saying dinner's in the fridge or something like that, and he goes and finds his girlfriend fucking cut up in the fridge, and she kind of came out up in arms, going basically Women in Refrigerators, this is this is what we're dealing with that a woman. A female character is only there to be hurt or put in danger to, to serve as motivation angry. by the man. Motivation right. for the man. So the whole concept now is called is fridging. So if you hear about fridging, it's just a character that that is there to motivate a male character. And unfortunately, Emily DeRaven is that. And yeah. so is his wife. Yeah. Like I just don't see any other purpose in the film. The wife actually, you know, triggers triggers things by finding the handbag, but anybody could have done that. Mm. So it's a little bit disappointing looking at that now, but I guess they were tied to the, the original in, in some parts. Like, it would be very difficult to remove that because it was one of the scenes in the original. But, yeah, probably... No, I think you probably could have gone it, the opposite way and, and perhaps had one of the women be the... The hero. The hero, yeah. You could yeah. have. And, yeah. You so could have had Doug killed and, and her baby... I'd, I'd you rather... Know, more maternal instincts coming out and saying, "I want, you know, I need to get my child back." I'd yeah. rather Bobby died too instead of and, and like leave Brenda and you know because I just think she was a more likable character. He was just a twit yeah. for the most part. And again, that would have fit because he was one of the gun-toting bozos that they kind of seemingly tried to make a little bit of fun of with Bob. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Could have some kind of, yeah. So it was a little <clears throat> bit disappointing to watch it and come to that realization that yeah, I thought this it avoided that, but in the long run, it didn't. So I thought fridging was just like planking, but you just stood against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fridge. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. You might have started something there, mate. Well, I'll be here. 
You never know with kids these days. You, you're flossing, <laughs> you know, fuck. The shit they come up with that becomes popular. On the fridge. Cool. Okay, is that everything? Yes. Yeah, that's it. All right. That was the Hills Have Eyes. If you want to get in contact with us, send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia and at podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com. Make sure you rate and review us on iTunes and Podomatic as it helps us spread the word around. Our next episode is Bruce Lee's Enter the Dragon from 1973. But until then, take it easy and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.